Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mig Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix, don't be a loser. I know Kevin from Des Moines is. Kevin, are you there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Goodbye. For those playing at home, Kevin has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? I'm ready. According to Guinness, the most famous, the most expensive guitar ever sold at auction went for more than $6 million and was played by what late frontman? Jimi Hendrix? No. What clothing brand that is famous for their jeans did young Brad Pitt model for? Oh, pass. How many NBA championships did Michael Jordan have with the Chicago Bulls? Six. Correct. What is the name of the hit movie that serves as a prequel to Harry Potter? Um, Fantastic Beasts. Yes. What planet has the most volcanoes? Mars? No. Uranus. No. Earth. No. What pop singer played Sean Parker in the 2010 movie The Social Network? Pass. Which European country once knighted a penguin? London? No. England? No. Um, France. No. Which car manufacturer makes the Bentley? Mercedes? No. Kevin, you got too correct. Kevin, I don't know if I could have done much better than that. That that was difficult. Were, were there some tough I was ones? struggling. Really? I was struggling. You would have got maybe two? I should have had a V8. <laughs> I should have had a V8. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I think Kevin might lose. But who knows? <laughs> who knows? Steve, are you ready? Yes! According to Guinness, the most expensive guitar ever sold at auction went for more than $6 million and was played by what late frontman? Kurt Cobain. Yes. What clothing brand that is famous for their jeans did Young Brad Pitt model for? Jinko. No. <laughs> I would love to see him in Jinko jeans. Uh, Levi? Correct. How many NBA championships did Michael Jordan have with the Chicago Bulls? Six. Yes. What is the name of the hit movie that serves as a prequel to Harry Potter? Uh, Harry Potter does Hogwarts. No. <laughs> Harry Potter land. No. 
Jeffrey Potter. No. What planet has the most volcanoes? I'm going to go with Earth. No. Oh, Mars? No. Would it be Uranus, Sarah? No. What pop singer played Sean Parker in the 2010 movie The Social Network? Justin Timberlake. Yes. Which European country once knighted a penguin? Uh, it sounds like something I would do, and I'm Italian, so I'm going to go Italy. No. Oh. Uh, France? <laughs> no. Greece? No. Which car manufacturer makes the Bentley? Kia. No. No, Hyundai. No. Oh, no. Uh, Mercedes? No. The Pro Football Hall of Fame is located in what Midwest state? Uh, Ohio. Yes. And with that, you get five correct, which is a win, five to two. Let's go. Kevin, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) I love the new show, Terry, and you're doing great. Hey, thanks, Kevin. We appreciate you, man. All right. Okay. Oh, some of those were rough for you too, Steve. That was yeah. that was difficult. The the penguin one, I'm very curious about. It's so random. I just love that someone someplace knighted a penguin. I mean, penguins are pretty much the coolest. It happened in Norway. Okay, that checks out, right? That makes There's sense. There's probably a lot of penguins there. Yeah, I don't know which who when like how do you decide what penguin gets knighted? Must be the best the penguin. Most the one that took the most steps. I don't know. The one that walked the furthest to get the food. Right. Uh, what planet has the most volcanoes? Neither of you got it right. It's Venus. Venus. Mm. Um, which car manufacturer makes the Bentley? No idea. I thought Bentley makes the Bentley. That's, be I, I didn't you? realize it had a parent company. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I'm trying to picture it in my head. Not that I've seen many Bentleys. I've only seen them in on the websites. <laughs> Maybe one or two on the streets here and there. I don't know. Yeah, was it Chrysler? Volkswagen. Volkswagen? Really? Yep. Wow. They never call it the Volkswagen Bentley, though. No. So it's that made d- by them, but they don't want to like... No, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't sound That doesn't sound fancy. <laughs> I think the price would probably go down a little bit. It would. I wouldn't even look at it. But Volkswagen makes the Bentley. Yep. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. You're welcome. Yeah. You learn something new every Dropping day. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Steve. Someone said Sarah Bentley makes the Bentley. They just happen to be owned by BMW. Oh. What? We have to consult the Did Google. Did Google lie to me? Someone says, uh, <laughs> uh, the beat makes police here, Sarah. Sorry, uh, but uh, Volkswagen does own Bentley. They're not the manufacturer of the Bentley. Bentley is still its own company, and they make different models of Bentleys. I mean, I got oh. it wrong. I didn't, if I would have just guessed Bentley, I would have. Literally, I, right as I Google what car manufacturer makes Bentley, it says Volkswagen. Well. Yeah, they've owned them since. The Rockaholics have spoken, Sarah. Owned by Volkswagen AG since 1998. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it's like one of those trivia questions where we could probably go around in circles about it, but is it really? Did he guess Bentley? No. Okay, well, then so we're, who cares? Nolan Void. <laughs> yeah, we, we all got it It is it a moot point. Well, this could be the strangest headline of the year. Are you ready for it? A woman honored her dead hamster by turning him into a stripper. What? You're going to hear from her next on The Rock. The Daily Migs Show. This is The Rock of Seattle, KISW. There is a woman in the UK who recently lost her pet hamster named Hammy. Hammy. And the way that she chose to immortalize him, having a taxidermist turn him into a stripper. Have you seen the pictures and video of this? It is next level epic. It's so (laughs) weird. Like Part of me is conflicted because it's like it's a dead hamster. But also it's not like... It's not like she killed the hamster. No. In the picture, he's standing up working the pole. There's a mirrored floor. I feel like they just need a tiny little blanket, though. You know what I mean? 
A tiny little blanket. Yeah, a little blanket. For what? That's sometimes you go to the strip clubs and they, they have a blanket that they bring out and put on the floor. What strip clubs are you going to? Is that like in maybe Vancouver, in Vancouver, BC. I've never been to a strip club where they've had a blanket. Oh my gosh. Maybe like on the farm strip clubs that no. you go to in Arlington. Well, the, the hamster strip clubs. Have you ever seen clubs? a blanket at a strip club, Danny? Never once. Are no. you kidding me? No. Are you going camping and some no, of your friends think, got drunk and they're just dancing think, on like some kind of a tree? No, sometimes when there's like a little floor work happening, they bring their blanket out. Oh, no. Those oh, are, yeah. That's amateur BS. Like, you got to, I mean. <laughs> Someone out there in the ether, please confirm that you have seen blankets at a strip Maybe club Maybe that's before. a Canadian thing. That's Maybe not it American. is. In America, we don't use blankets at strip clubs, Taryn. Well, and in the UK, they have hamsters for strippers. So here she is talking about it. This is my little hammy, well was, and he's getting stuffed. I just want to clarify that my hamster was dead when I did this. I didn't kill my hamster for textury purposes. That's crazy. I loved him. Look how freaking cute he is. So my first step was to find someone who was as crazy as I am, but has the skills to execute my taxidermy dreams. Several months later, hammy, look at him. Oh, he's so gorgeous. My vision was to have him as a stripper. This is him in his final resting place as he looks over me. Yo, oh, hammy. Oh, my. Do you guys want to place bets on if she's single or not? <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine that she's dating anybody. Or if she is, I feel like they've already, they have to be just as strange. Just goofy. In a good way. But when, I'm looking at the picture, the... the, the, the the stripper hamster, a hammy, has little miniature dollar bills. It's got like a little like little G string. Well, on these on. Yeah, yeah. So I have a girlfriend who she does afterlife care for animals. It's it's called aquamation. It's it's similar to cremation, but it uses water instead of flame. But some of the things that people do with their animals after they've passed is pretty wild. One of them, you can have the skull preserved. Okay. And then dipped in like gold or silver. And you can have their skull on display. I'm in for that, actually. I kind of am, too. I kind of, that's pretty badass looking. The other one I thought was pretty cool is you can have their ears preserved or like their paws preserved. And our dog, Kai, has the softest ears. Uh huh. And he's, he's about to be 10 years old. His ears still feel like a puppy's ears. Do you put so it I, like on like a headband so you can wear it like those Mickey ears? Like, what's, what do you mean? I, another friend asked me about this and she goes, what do you just put them in a dish and leave them on display? Just yeah. a dish of ears? I haven't decided yet, but I think I, I could maybe. Have his ears preserved. Would you do uh, the whole taxidermy thing with any of your pets? I want to. I think I want to be taxidermied myself and just put me on the front porch in a rocking chair. <laughs> That's my, what my grandpa wanted to do as well. He was like, you know what? Just tie a string to me and then just pull it when people drive by so that way I can wave to all my friends. I'd rather be inside. It's too cold right now. Just put me on my couch, put the hockey game on and just let me, <laughs> let me enjoy the game that way. I thought about it with, I wouldn't do it, but I thought about it with like Lulu. Because literally all she does is just lie around and sleep. Like, that's all she does. Like, she's the laziest dog in the world. And almost, like, just do her in, like, a lying position, put her on her little doggy bed, and then she's just there all the time. Like, she's really not contributing much to our house life anyway, right? I, I mean, no, I, she's not listening, so I could say these things. Oh, but she, just, she can't hear? No, she can hear. She can't oh, see. Oh, she can't see. That's right. But she has no teeth, so even if she's mad at me, it's not going to hurt all that bad. But, like, she just lays there and does nothing. She just cuddles. Do you have any taxidermied things that no. you're playing? No. No. I always thought even like the, the rabbit's foot was kind of a strange thing. Oh, yeah. I, I had one as a kid, of course, because we all did at some point. Yeah, it's good luck. But now looking back, I'm like, what a strange thing. Like, we just have a, a foot of an animal as like a good luck charm. Someone gave my husband a, <laughs> it's like deer legs that are supposed to be a coat hanger, like two coat hangers. <laughs> so it's the deer's hooves kind of like sticking out of this 
wood plaque, and it's a it's a coat hanger, and it does hang in our shop, not in our home, in our shop. Okay, I was gonna say, like, where do you put something like that? <laughs> on the mantle. No, it's it just it hangs on the wall in our shop, and you can put your coat on it if you want. The texts are coming in about the blankets and strip clubs. Someone said, "Can confirm little stripper blankets in Vancouver." LOL. Thank you. Another person said, "Strippers in Toronto and Montreal totally <gasps> use blankets and fur rugs to do floor work." Floor Thank work. Thank you. Are they cleaning? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Someone said, "A blanket in a strip club? What the hell is going on in Canada?" A sleepover. I've never seen a blanket in a strip club. Not in, not in Portland? I've seen some strange things in some strip clubs. <laughs> Blanket would not even be in the top five. Taxidermy hamster? <laughs> We've seen taxidermy <laughs> animals. There was a strip club. Where the hell was this? It was in Dallas? Oh, there, was yeah. a, there was a gentleman's club in Dallas, and that was all the talk where people were coming back from it, and they're just like, this place was like, what would you describe it as? Oh, oh my! Like yeah. a, someone said, it was a rainforest cafe. Yeah, but, but a strip club. It was, all, but it wasn't like fake animals. These were dead animals all over the strip club. What? It's Texas. It's yeah, Dallas. Yeah. There's nothing more Dallas than a. And the strippers would come out of a cave. Yeah. No. They made it look like a cave in the strip club. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I want to go there, not even to see strippers. Like that just sounds like a fun place to like to be. Like how Qu- random is quite that? the ambiance. Yeah. Sarah and I found ourselves there, and it was quite the experience. Just in terms of seeing, because like I even think they had like some animals that you wouldn't even think that like would be taxidermied there, like a hippo head, like <laughs> an elephant what? trunk. Nothing makes me want to make it rain in a strip club more than a hippo head. There was a zebra. There was I, a zebra. I yeah. love zebras. The zebra was mouth open eating the exit sign. Instead of a shower room, they had a dead horse room where the, the strippers danced on the. Ho- I'm, kidding. I'm kidding about that part. It was that, maybe, maybe I'm not kidding about that part. I mean, that's like, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. After hearing about this strip club. There was a whole upstairs we didn't go to. Yeah. But it was like a Cabela's but strip club. Yeah. The way that I, is amazing. Awesome. The way I was thinking about it too is like kind of like a Twin Peaks, just that like that vibe with like the flannels and everything, but then all of a sudden there's just taxidermy and naked women. Just a sea of dead animals. Do you know do you remember the name of this place? Oh, Sarah, what was it called? I have no idea. The Wild Kingdom. Uh, it was I don't know. I just made that Kingdom, up. I made right? that up. It was in the middle of like nowhere too. Well, most, yeah. A lot of strip clubs. <laughs> but we were just like, let's go to a strip club. This one looks good. And then it was like a half hour of driving where there's nothing else around. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the biggest building and lights and the whole the whole carpet was uh, like leopard print. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's called The Lodge. The, the lot, lot. The that lot. checks out. Okay, that checks that's, out. That's a great name too. If like you're like, hey babe, where are you going? I'm oh, we'll meet up with the boys. We're gonna go to the lodge for some dinner. Yeah, because well, that doesn't sound like you know deja vu or sh- like it's not like dead animal showgirls. And no. leave, it, leave it to me to find this strip club because I was you know Sarah was like, I want to go to a strip club, and I was like, okay, let's find one. So I just look up ratings, and it was like the highest rated one that come out came out. I'll give it a high rating for not even being there. Like, that just sounds like the best place in the world, right? What did you say was the largest? Animal there? The hip- hippo. A hippo. Yeah. Oh my God, that's just giving me the heebie jeebies a little bit. Outside, they have a whale of a certain <laughs> variety. No, I'm kidding. They don't have that. That's, that's, that's a make them up. <laughs> Extra $500. You can go to that room. Rockaholics, have you ever scammed your way into a concert or an event? Because a member of our show did it over the weekend. It was a sold out show. How did it happen? We're going to tell you all about it at 717. <laughs> The Daily Migs Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hope you are having a glorious Tuesday morning, Rockaholics. And thanks for listening to The Daily Mig Show. Have you ever scammed your way into a concert or an event? 206-803-ROCK. Give us a shout. Danny did it. Danny, what exactly happened this weekend? So I was going to be in San Diego this weekend to uh, plan one of our big radio conventions that's coming up here this summer. And, yeah, uh, isn't it crazy that somebody has allowed him to be in charge or part of the, the think tank to, to assemble this, which I love because I know that Danny leans on the side of stupidity. Yeah. So I'm always on board for whatever weird ideas that they have because of this. <laughs> it's true. The radio and, conventions have become a lot more fun because of that. Nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, and chaotic as well. Uh, no, and so it was funny because I was supposed to fly out on Friday. Well, I was flying out on Friday. And I logged on to Instagram on Thursday night. And uh, Sum 41, one of my favorite bands of all time, they show up in my feed on Instagram and it's like, hey, San Diego, get ready for tomorrow. First show of 2024. And Danny started crying saying, I'm not ready for this. I was like, <laughs> what? And so, like, what are the chances that I'm flying to San Diego on Friday and they're playing there that night? Of course, I immediately go look for tickets. Which, sold out. Which is also kind of an amateur move on your part. Not to give you a hard time, but like, you know, like a lot of times whenever I go anywhere, I know all of us do it. Like you go online to see what bands are in town. Like whenever we do our radio festivals, Danny and I are uh, radio uh, conventions. We're usually like, hey, did you hear that this band's going to be at this club on Thursday night? Maybe we should go a day early. Very. Am- I, I was so angry at myself because like, yeah, I'm usually good at that kind of stuff. Especially, But apparently they only an- announced it in December. And it was kind of like okay. almost like a secret show type of thing. But not really. It was just like they announced it really quick. And I guess it sold out in like three minutes flat. Well, it was but, a secret to you. Yeah, a secret to me. A secret <laughs> to everyone else, apparently. But yeah, it, it was like a venue of like 600 people. It was like Numos, like that size of Numos. And some 41 was playing that kind of thing. And I was like, how am I not going to be there? And then I, I enjoyed watching Danny on all social medias and all yeah. different, like, you know, message. Like, basically, not begging. so subtly begging. Do I know anybody that could get me into this concert? And no, honestly, dude, when you left, in my head, I'm like, he's going to end up in that, in that show. Oh, I don't yeah. know how. I told him, like, just stand outside. This is what I told him to do. I said, stand outside, start crying. He goes, he could do that on command. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And hopefully you like maybe find one of the members of the band and say, hey, I flew out here. I was flying out here with my girlfriend, but we broke up 
and she has the tickets, and she didn't fly out with me, but I still came out here to just, you know, get my mind off of things. Like, try and tug on some emotional heartstrings. Building a whole story around yeah, build it. build a story yeah. just in case. Do anything possible. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, we know people in San Diego. We have some radio friends. So I immediately hit up everyone that I could think of. And, of course, none of them can get me into the show, including people being like, no, some 41's not working with radio down here. Sorry. Like, we tried, but, like, no. So I'm just thinking, I'm sitting there being the entire Friday, just being depressed. And it's a small venue, so it's not like as if, like, you know, there's just, like, probably, like, just a a boatload of extra free tickets lying around. Right, right. And especially since it sold out so quick. So at that point, I'm like, you know what? Still going to go to the venue and try. And I had my coworker with me, and she was like, yeah, I'll go with you, and you know, we can try to figure it out. Worst case scenario, I'm sure there's a bar next door. Exactly. So yeah. we're, we walk down there after dinner, and the line is wrapped around the corner, and I'm like, ah, oh. okay. So we go to the box office, and there's a big sign that says, sold out, no tickets available. Oh. So, of course, I go to the box office. I'm like, are you sure it's not two tickets available? And the girl's like, no. It says what, sold out. What part right of here. this giant sign that says sold out don't you understand? And I was like, well, is there any way I could get into the show? And she's like, you know what? Just start like screaming and see if anyone has like free tickets or, or free tickets, extra tickets. Is uh, that what she said? Line. Yeah, she told me to go. She's like, everyone buys extra tickets. So there's probably somebody who will, will give you a ticket. In all fairness, there have been times where I've gone to shows and through work, had had extra pair, or maybe I thought there was going to be four of us going and ended up only two of us going and I just didn't have time or I couldn't find anybody. So I just had them and I was like well if anyone had if I run into anybody I'll just upgrade them or hook them up with tickets so I'm thinking that I'm going to do that but I was like you know what let me go see if I could find where they park the tour buses first oh, so, so I, break into their vehicle exactly yeah walk around see if I could like maybe see one of the band members and be like yo I need a ticket didn't happen so when we come back the line had I give them credit it was at this place called the music box and they had gotten most of the line inside by the time we had come back and so we're just kind of standing there so you didn't try the yelling we didn't try the yelling thing because the, the line was already did. dwindled by that point I really wish you did I would love to see video of that it would be amazing so we're standing there, this lady comes out of the venue and she was like a security guard and she looks at us and she's like you guys okay you guys have been helped and we're like oh yeah we don't have tickets we're just gonna listen to the music from the curb <laughs> <laughs> and she, because the door was open, and they were like, they they weren't going to stop us. And she's like, meet me around the corner in five minutes. And I was like, huh? And she's like, meet me around the corner in five minutes. Don't where the line cannot see me. And I was like, okay. I like this lady. Yeah, like super she's a ticket fairy, right? And I was like, okay. So we run around the corner, and we're just standing there talking. It's freezing outside, like you know, forty degrees. Not to, compared to what you guys are dealing with. Yeah, let's just leave that part. Of the story <laughs> so rude. I was, so I was rude. enjoying this moment until you told me how nice and warm a it was. Balmy there. forty. Yeah. <laughs> lady walks around the corner, and she's like, "Hey, man, two hundred dollars to get you both in." Oh, wait a second. So she's going to make money off of this. She made money off of this. Oh, my God. No wonder why she wanted to be. I thought she was just going to be like, out of the kindness of my heart. No. I'll just sneak you guys in because you look so sad. I wish she would have done that. So funny enough, though, I had cash on me. And I was like, I'm going to give this lady some money for, like, getting us in. What were you thinking? uh, Before she said that, how much were you going to plan on giving her? hundred bucks. Okay, so 50 a ticket. Yeah, 50 a ticket. I figured, you know, she's probably, (laughs) she comes in with $200. And I was like. She's like, is that okay? And I was like, I mean, 
Honestly, yeah, fine. So I, she's like, here. She had her whole Venmo set up. Oh my she God. does this she's all a the time. Yeah. So she works there. She works there. I mean, you could have been, you could have pulled a douche card, which I mean, what, what? You could be like, well, do you want to keep your job? <laughs> You're going to take $50 each. Otherwise, right. I'm going to let somebody. <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to do that. So then all of a sudden, two other guys walk around the corner. She did it to them, too. So we figure she probably made at least a cool. Well, I know she between the four of us, she made 400. But I think she probably did it throughout the night. And she probably made a cool grand that night. Insane. So does she put you on a guest list nope. or she just kind of escorts you right in? She brought us. I was like thinking maybe she has like a guest list for herself because she works there. And that's just like still probably not OK to do. But, you know. Yeah. No, she gave us a stamp. She brought the stamp in that they were stamping this people woman, with. She's the scammer. Stamped it and then walked us in, gave us wristbands, and just like, have fun. Wow. I figured, though, I because I looked up tickets, and tickets originally were about $70 a piece for the show. So she so really she, didn't make that much money. I mean, she did because she kept it all. Of it. I was going to say, that's all profit for but her. But yeah, she, didn't, she didn't go crazy with the... With the, the scam. Yeah, that, I, I, that's what I would have paid for wow. tickets after fees and stuff. So I was like, you know what? In. And we got to see the show. We walked in literally as some 41 was taking the stage. And is it like a, a, a general admission? So like you yes. were. Okay, I didn't know if like maybe like she hooked you up with like something better than most or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. We pushed our way to the front and, and it was great. I would have been so fired up that entire night that that's how you got into the show. You have no idea. I was I was literally just wanting to cry. Like I was like, this is amazing. This is the best show I've ever been to. I would love to talk to her. All right. right? And like, you know, say, hey, your voice, hey, whatever. Like you're not going to get in any trouble. But how much money have you made? <laughs> Like on the in, side. In a year. Yeah. On average. Or, or even like in a month. Like, what are you pulling in? How many times are you pulling this scam? Because I got to imagine often. Often, yeah. It's such a small venue. And there were some like, pretty good, cool like concerts coming up, too. That's impressive, Danny. I'm so happy for you. Danny was able to work his way into the sold-out Sum 41 show in San Diego. What about you, Rockaholics? How did you get into a sold-out show or event? 206-803-ROCK. We will take your calls after Green Day. <laughs> Daily Mix Show. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. We were so excited to learn that over the weekend, Danny worked his way into a sold-out Sum 41 show in San Diego. So we're asking you, Rockaholics, how did you get into a sold-out show or event? 206-803-ROCK. Chris in Federal Way. What was your concert sneak-in story? Hello? Hi, yeah, what's Chris. up, Chris? Hi. Tell us your story. Okay, so I'm not entirely proud of this story. Oh, um, yes, let's sorry, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was 2011, 2012, Mayhem Fest in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I'm on leave from the military, uh, visiting my wife's family. So we go to Mayhem Fest. We're there for probably the first two hours. Obviously, I'm drinking. There's people moshing, whatever. And I lost my wife. I, I had no idea where she was. I looked for a good hour, hour and a half trying to find her. Um, well, I, I finally, I meet up with her and I see her and she's about 50 feet away. She's got her arm around another guy and a girl. And I'm like, oh God, and I'm kind of drunk, you know, and I, I just felt some type of way about it. So I didn't do any, I, I didn't say anything to him. As soon as they walked up to me, I just headbutted the dude. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I headbutted the guy. His nose bleeds everywhere. My wife's absolutely pissed at me. She's telling security that to kick me out of the concert or whatever. Putting the mayhem in mayhem fest. You know, I mean, you know, fences were high. You know, adrenaline was running. 
But uh, so they kicked me out of the concert. I'm like, man, how am I going to get back into this thing? All right, sorry, sorry, Chris. you're, you're headbutting <laughs> the FCC when you do that every time. We've got the radical Russian in Montana. Brad Rush. Hello, Steve. How are you? Good, good. How you doing, my man? What's your story? I'm doing very well. Congratulations on the new show, by the way. Uh, so, uh, this is decades ago. Uh, Metallica and Guns N' Roses were playing at the Kingdom. You remember this? Yes. Okay. Me and my friends, Sergey and Ivan, we had the idea. We grew up, we were misfits, man. We look like uh, the Lone Rangers from Airheads, okay? <laughs> and uh, we had this crazy idea. Well, what if we buy gear and we spray paint, you know, Metallica on the sides with a stencil? And so we go around to all the thrift shops in Seattle and uh, we are rummaging and looking. And finally, we find like a couple of bass amps, a couple of guitar amps. And we buy a stencil at the at the, the art store, and we cut out Metallica logo, and we spray paint it on the sides of all of this gear. We get creative, and we make uh, little name tags that came from us that say uh, Kingdom Staff Event Helper, you know. And so we we go to the back uh, to the the band entry, and we have this stuff. And we're like, oh, this stuff was on a different truck. We got to get it in the in the show. And they were like, okay, come on in. And they were like, get, get it to the back of the stage. We just drop it off at the back of the stage, and we watched entire Guns N' Roses Metallica show. Nobody asked questions. It was amazing. We couldn't even believe it worked. Did, you ever, thought, did you ever try doing it again? No, we never tried doing it again. We saw you know, one time, lucky enough, you know. I didn't know if maybe you're like, okay, this band's coming to town. Let's go get some more bass amps and guitar cases and create some more stencils. It is amazing that if you if if you just go into something knowing full well like what like you act like you know what you're doing, you can get in anywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. Act it, as if. There were moments we did not think that for one second, we did not think, you know, the worst things that happen, they're going to turn us away. We're going to have amazing story. But at the same time, they did not turn us away. And we have an amazing story. I That's awesome, it. Rush, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, that was elaborate. Mike in Covington. Mike in Covington. How did you get into a concert? Oh, well, I uh, was in the booze industry for years and years and years. And uh, I ended up uh, hooking up with Nickelback Management. And I told them that if they could uh, sneak me into a concert up in Rogers, uh, that I'd bring up a whole bunch of alcohol for the band to consume. And uh, so I uh, snuck it across the border and got into the concert by uh, providing a whole lot of liquor. <laughs> How much liquor are we talking? Uh, <laughs> you ever see those big black bins at Costco? About four of those full. Jeez. Wow. So how do you get over yeah, the... So, did, did they have to like say, let the border know that you were like... You know, how do you get over the border with that much booze? Uh, so I had an SUV and, and all the windows were blacked out. And all they did was make me roll down the back windows when I went through the border and it was all in the back end. I mean, it, you know, I would have had to declare it. It would have said yeah. open up the back end. But they said, come on through. No, and I... uh, But what was what was amazing about it is, you know, you get backstage and then all of a sudden, you know, they see how much booze you have and they, they hand you basically an all-access, go-anywhere-you-want-to-go backstage pass. And, you know, you go to the catering room and the – the family room where, you know, some of the family and relatives are. 
because I was in Rogers, which is, you know, that's Nickelback's hometown, basically. Yep. And uh, so, you know, it was it was quite quite the uh, ordeal for me because that backstage pass, I mean, I'm walking around, and, I mean, I've got pretty much every girl in the place asking me, you know, how do I get one of those around my neck? Well, I mean, that could lead to a whole different story if you wanted it to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, That's awesome, Mike. Mike. Thanks a lot, man. Chris and Puyallup, how did you get into a concert? So this was way back years and years and years ago. I was like a high school kid at like either N-Fest or Deck the Hall Ball. Something the end was putting on. Right. And I wanted to get down in the pit at the Tacoma Dome. And I ended up talking one of the end interns into giving me their all-access pass sticker. And so I could just put the sticker on my sweatshirt and ride the elevator past the security guards to get down into the pit. And they handed it over to you. They just handed it over to me. They handed me like three of them. And so all, me and my buddies all got down there. That's an intern that wasn't very happy at their job, I would imagine. Because <laughs> there were times where like, yeah, you had that all access pass. I remember that. Like as I'm leaving, sometimes I would leave before a show was over and I'd have people come out. Hey, can I get your pass? I'm like, no, that's the last thing I'm going to do is hand this over because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know if there's a way to track it back, but that's the last thing I want to. This intern's just like, I don't give an F. I'm an intern. They're not paying me. Like, I hate this music. Yeah, screw this. <laughs> They've warned me, like, look, this will get you anywhere, but do not get me in trouble. Like, I'm hooking you up. Take, Go down the hallway, take the elevator, walk right past the security guard, go out on the floor, and be done. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. I, I wanted I wanted out on the floor. That, like, you got what you wanted. There's no need to go. And honestly, backstage, unless they know you or, or you're showing up with a bunch of booze, nobody, it's such an awkward experience. Like, nobody wants to talk to you. You're just kind of there, and then all of a sudden, the experience isn't nearly as fun as you thought it was going to be. And I'm like a 16-year-old kid at the time, so I, I'm really going to stick out of place. Although like, that would be pretty awesome if a random 16-year-old <laughs> just walking around backstage. Thank you, Chris. Oh, well, how would you like to win the coveted Blink-182 tickets, Rockaholics? Have you ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law? We would love to hear about it. So call in for your chance to win tickets, 206-803-ROCK. We will take your calls at 747. The Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 